Hi, Mom Stump listeners. It's your girl, Annie. We're coming at you with episode 33. Listen, if you like our podcast and you have the capacity for more podcasts, then might I suggest our buddy Dave Mars. This is your afterlife. You've heard us talk about Dave on the podcast. We can't say enough good things about him. I mean, Joe and I haven't really said that many good things about him, but maybe we'll say some more good things about him. But his podcast is great. He interviews comedians and activists about life, death, and the afterlife. It's funny. It's heartfelt. And uh, we think you might enjoy that. But until then, enjoy this. like this wait today is our 32nd or is it our 33 it's 33 it's 33 because remember chris chris's baby is wiggling and waddling okay 33 is an important number it's crazy important like do you remember when you turned 33 yeah i remember feeling really good girl yes remember if you're 33 right now, Lauren Derner, if you're 33, congrats. Yeah. Congratulations. Live it up. This is a good one. Did you look up by any chance 33 weeks? What's going on with Chris? No. I mean, this is, at this point, it's happening. It's, 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 it's texting from there. It's, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fully formed human. I mean, have you been following her stories? on Instagram. She went on a trip to Chicago. So cute. So funny. And she's like bringing her little pregnant belly around with her and having like a Chicago dog. And it's so cute. Me and Malort, she might put that on the birth certificate. Chris. (laughs) Yes. Chris is in Chicago. She's taking around that little baby bump. We're watching on Instagram, following, loving, loving me and Malort, me and Malort stomping around. When you're as funny as Chris Toffick, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can name your kid Malort. Like, yeah. everyone else is seeing this as a cute little joke. No, girl. Every kid is on the like, birth certificate. I'm Mason. I'm Lilia. I'm Lort. Because my mom is hilarious. After the liquor? At yeah, least to the liquor. First name, last name, Joe Phillips. Shout out to the Malort King. Is he? What does that mean, being the Malort King? He's not. He's not the Malort King, but he famously brought Malort to Denver, Colorado. <gasps> Would have it shipped to his bar, Sputnik, in Denver. And he was showing those Coloradans what we'd be doing out in Chicago. And it, it became like a thing at his bar to, like, you know, not the Malort challenge, but, like, take this shot and... It's disgusting, and it isn't that funny. And I think he serves it at his new bar. God damn it. Joe Phillips, first name, last name, Joe Phillips. He is one of these people. Annie, tell me if you have a handful of these people, because we do comedy. We're around the funniest people in the world. Yeah. But there are people in my life that are funnier. (laughs) (laughs) Better than the famous. Yeah. And I'm watching, like, I'm watching, like, Leslie Jones. I'm watching, like, you know, people who I 
I'm obsessed with Melissa McCarthy, Will Ferrell, and I think who in their life, their family members, their like former improv team members, who in their life just cracks their shit up to the point where they're like they should be famous. Yeah. But they they're choosing the path of life. Right. Like an actual rich life. Right, right, right. Yes. Bountiful life. We he need names, so Leslie special. Jones. Uh, he yeah. is. 100%. Leslie, we don't know if she's not listening. We don't know. Because the clo- the the more we're in this industry, Annie, and are we in it? Question mark. We will be in it when the mom netting universe comes. Say, oh yeah, comes. But like, I um. Oh, by the way, every movie it's coming. C U M M I N G. Okay. Um. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um. All that to say is like. At, when we're in this like industry, like you kind of realize all the people that are succeeding are special and are talented, but there are some people that kind of like fall, follow a different path, and you're just like, God, they were so special. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like the world knows doesn't know like all of these all other the special. There's just there's just tons of people out there walking around. They're like little gems. They're like little jewels, and they're just like special people. And you're lucky if you get to be in in their orbit. Strat- Joe Phillips is one of Joe them. Joe Phillips is one of them for you better sure. And believe, you better believe, and you better go to fellow traveler if you're ever in Denver. Here we go. You better go there, fellow traveler. It just got like um, reviewed by local news. I'm just so excited for them. I hope that it just keeps rolling. It's a special place. You say he's a special person. You walk into this bar, you're like, this is special. This is special. This he's is special. Love. This is a love project. This is legacy empire. Ooh, chills. Ooh. I'm going to be dying, leaving nothing behind. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be screaming on your way out. Oh, I my God. I don't want this. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. This hurts. Ow. <laughs> Ouch, ouch, ouch. I'm dying, I'm dying. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Help, help. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Remember me like this. You wicked bitch. You are wicked. I won't be able to be gracious in that moment. I won't be like, it's my time. I'll be like, no, 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 girl. I, this moment, you made me think of a story I have to bring up at some point. Maybe I just oh, bring it up now. Yes. I don't know why in this moment you made me think of it, but I was, we have a family friend. Okay. Has been in our lives since before I was born. She has twins. Here we go. I want your take on this. The twins okay. are in their 40s. I think uh-huh, uh-huh. maybe they just turned 50. And... They're, um, they're, uh, uh, what is that called when you're separated? You're distanced from one another. You've t- cut ties. Estranged. You're, you're estranged. Okay. Go off estranged. We're on, okay, go. We're, now, is this like pyramid, the game? Okay, go. Estranged. <laughs> cut. Estranged. <laughs> Bitch, you are going to thrive in Vegas. Okay. Um, they are estranged. I don't know the deets of why they're estranged because that all happened like years ago and I wasn't in on that. But I heard from my mom recently that one of them is super rich, is super like 
doing well out there in Austin, Texas, and the other one does not live in Austin, Texas. But he's throwing himself a wedding level 50th birthday party. Like I'm talking like venue, catering, flying friends out, buying tickets for them, flying them in for the birthday. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars being spent on this event. Invites mom and dad. Does not invite twin brother. Mom and dad go. (laughs) Other brother gets wind that this is happening and is now like furious, livid, obviously, at mom and dad now. Oh, my God. What... Do you do as a parent in that moment? Okay, I got it. Okay. <laughs> First of all, the, some shit went down, girl. Some shit went da, 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 down. I'm talking brother touching other brother penis. I don't know. How? Delete, delete. But Something. Some twin. How do you down? Yeah. Here's the thing. To me. 100 I would be mad at the parents too. They need to walk in, step up to the plate and go, "No, don't you fucking dare." If you know if Coleman and Guy were stra- they would never be a strange. But if Coleman goes so far to plan himself a party, you're saying I'd Coleman's be like, doing this, okay? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I just went with the first word. Okay. But if um if if one of them plan a party, I would be like, "You need to stop this. This is enough. This is too much. That is their job. Here's the thing. I'm glad you brought this story up because it's not just a twin thing. It's a parenting thing. And the point is, is you don't fucking stop parenting when you're 18, when you're 25, mm. when you're 50, you're when you're 70, still five, correcting. you're still their parent. Yeah. Yeah. You still, and, and if they can't, and if that kid is like, well, I'm an adult, I'm 50, no, you can't tell me what to do. You have to stand your ground, in my opinion, as a parent and say, okay, we support you. We love you. Like, we can't support this idea because it's like hurting another family member. Like, we'll do something for your birthday because we care about you. We can't like, support this event. This hurts your brother. Like, that's to me where I am. That would be hard. I mean, I'm not. I'm always, we always go with, you know, Annie and I don't know. We're, and you guys know your kids the best and your family knows their kids are best or whatever. They know the best. But I, I think, like, I'm putting myself in that situation. I'm like, you still have to parent. Mm. Oh, my God. That other t- poor twin. Uh, to me, he oh has. Oh, my God. And Suriname, we call it Letty. Go. L-E-T-I. It's like, you have the right to be mad. It's like, if something happens, okay, I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm going to start using that around oh, my house. I have, give me Letty, you say. I, it means like, well, you have the right partner, gives the baby too many Cheerios. You say, don't feed him any Cheerios. He has an upset stomach. Mm-hmm. He then throws up. Then your partner goes, you have Letty. Oh, you have okay. the right to be mad right now. Okay. And it, you know what? Just saying, you have the right to be mad. When people get Letty, when they are given Letty in certain, they're not, they don't keep it. They just say, thank you. Right. It's a grace. It's, it's a. Thank you. It's accepting. Right. Thank you for seeing why I was upset. Thank mm. you for giving me Letty. Ooh. And I'm not going to hold that over you. I'm just, yes, this is a moment you're acknowledging you're being a big person right now. Thank, thank you. 
Thank you. We got robbed, and well, we got our house got our apartment got broken into in Chicago. I remember. Peter, oh, Peter was like, "No one's ever gonna break in if we leave the windows open." They broke in. He gave oh. me Letty. You Letty. You rolled over in the morning. You go. So it's about time for Letty. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways, that brother has Letty for sure. That hurts. Wow. wow. He might be the one that did the bad thing though. Maybe. But it's something deep, girl. Deep, deep. But doesn't deep. that feel like such an extravagant like display to like <laughs> be like fuck you. Oh my god, that hurts. Yeah, crazy, right? She told Ooh. me that story, and I could. I I thought of you immediately. I was like, the twin thing is like another level of it. But yeah, it's like it is a parenting story. It is like ultimately, like what do you do when one child is hurting and the other one is is causing that? And family is straight up family. That is right. That is the damn. When I think of the things like my parents did to me and like sometimes I'll like say like, oh, my parents didn't do this or they did do this or they said this to Coleman and Guy to try to like be like this, what you're upset about is like not even like this, what if this, what if your parents were like this and Coleman or Guy will be like, did your mom and dad do that? And I'll be like, yeah. And there, and Coleman was like, why are you still talking to them? I go, I love them. I fucking mm. love them. That's the lesson right there, Coleman. That's the damn lesson. And you know what? The, if you can just stick with it. I mean, listen, I know some people are strange. But the older you get, the more you kind of are. I've been like seeing all sides of it and having grace for all sides of it. And it was not like perfect and I would never do it again. And I would never like choose them to be my parents. Like there's all this like never, 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 but like I that's like they're fan it's family. Yeah. I always think too like to me the family thing is like you you go through your life and you add friends and friends come and go and we've heard this all before, but like family is forever and you take care of your family because in the end that's that's who's there for you. I really like truly think when we're all old and people are dying and friends are dying, come on, girl, go on this dad journey with me. Come I'm on. Watching, I'm listening on the edge of my seat. Yes, die. It's like, who is going to make a trip when they're 80 years old or whatever to come to your bedside because you're dying or go to your funeral? Are they going to take out, they're going to sacrifice so much in their life just to come be by your side? You know, mm-hmm. instead of sending regrets, you yep. know, and that's what doing that. family does because it's your name, it's your blood, it's, it, you know. Girl, I've been thinking about this. You better believe I'm flying out for every one of my aunt and uncles. That's it. I, I am, I, lo- I love every one of my aunt and uncles. So you're like, HBO Max wants to pick up Mom Nutting Universe. They just bought <laughs> <laughs> But... But somebody, but Unky just died. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. These are the people that raised me. And that's what I think of too. Yeah, my parents like were not great. But if they were better, I I wouldn't have had all of these amazing relationships. Yeah. 
with my aunts and uncles and I like, I worship them, all of them. I think that is a good, I mean, great point you brought up of like seeing all the sides of every relationship, whether it be conflicted or like estranged, but all those little, you know, it's a wonderful life. How one thing can affect the other, how one person can change, even if it's for the bad, like you make stronger connections with your yeah, aunts and your uncles. Aunts and uncles. That, yeah. Girl, mm. it's a do on to other situation. Go on. And that is that brings us to me, in my opinion, to Brittany. Uh, I need you to break down what is happening this week. Okay. You well, you're the real I'm expert. I can't piece it together, girl. Tim Paul, first name, last name, Tim Paul, who at, at this point he's on staff. First name, last name, Tim Paul. He texts, okay, just some context, just so you guys know. Peter and I drove three, with the kids, drove three days to Indiana to see family that we're talking about right now. Three days. Didn't get three days in the car. Didn't get past Chicago. We stayed with first name, last name, Megan Johns, who's a literal angel. And Ryan O'Neill, her husband, double angel. We stayed with them. We got up in the morning, we tested positive, and we had to get back in the car and drive 30 hours. Back, back in the car. I'm your hype man right now. Back in the car, turn around, drive back 30 hours with COVID. Not natural. No, not at all. The last five hours, silent. <sighs> it was not an easy ride. I mean... <laughs> Maybe the most challenging thing Peter and I have ever done. But all that to say, first of all, I'm sorry, we're all over the place. I have to say this. Telling people that you have COVID that you just saw is mortifying. And I've been on the other side of that. And every time I'm like shoulder shrug, I'm like, this is what it is now. I'm, it's okay. Always. And, and everyone that we contacted was so nice and gracious. And I thank them for it. But it is hard. It's a hard Right. Like you can take that. You can take that. But when you have to be the one delivering it, it's a bad, it's a bad feeling. Bad. And girl, I had lice a lot in grade school. Go off. She knows. I know the telling of, I know the marked A on the chest. Okay. It's fucked up. Right. So we have COVID or Peter has COVID. We're driving in the car. Tim, silent. Tim is texting me and he sends a link that's like a TMZ link about Brittany yelling at her kids that Kevin Federline gave them. And I'm like... And the headline is like, he's saying she's unfit as a mother. That's important. Right. Okay. Okay. So, and I we have no reception. We're in like Nevada or New Mexico. Come on, Nevada. Run a power line through there, bitch. What is happening? Put up a a cell tower. Here it is. Kevin Federline posts videos of Britney Spears arguing with her sons. I'm like, oh, and then Tim says, you need to tell your family that you need to be treated like a woman with worth. Woman with worth. With worth. I go, my internet's so bad. It won't load. Is that a Brit quote? <laughs> what? <laughs> then I multi multitasking. I, I know Tim Paul <laughs> might be sending this to Annie because they're also friends, but I'm like, I just got this from Tim. And Annie goes, I won't watch. Refuse. Refuse. I refuse to watch. TMZ is hell. They're trying to break the blah, 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 blah. Go I on. I mean, 
they worked with like the team that was kind of trying that was on team conservatorship. Mm-hmm. So it's I learned a lot listening to this this podcast. Um, but there's a lot of like who you choose to to break news with, like exclusives, and there's a lot of like setup and shit with like Britney's dad and TMZ had like a working relationship. So okay. that part. So that so part. our Britney Stan is not watching it. No judgment if you watched it, but yeah, don't watch no, it twice. Seriously, I mean, it's that's what it's. There I'm like for. freaking out in Nevada that I I didn't I couldn't watch it, and then Annie says I'm not watching it. I say solidarity. I'm not going to watch it. That's my and, girl. And and Tim just says it's honestly just a mom of TJ, teenage boys calling out disrespect, and that is a, that woman of worth is a Britney quote. Thank and you, I said, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. I said I never loved her more. I've never loved her more. That makes her more normal. She yes. is me. She is we. She is we. Woman of worth. I said to Annie, that's the first title of our first MNU movie. That's it. And I'm having a t-shirt made as we speak. Here we go. Type, type, type. I'm just saying, like, listen, if you're anyone on this, a person, you don't you know what you've said in the deepest, darkest to your most loved ones. If you are a person, (laughs) you behind those doors and nobody knows who this person is except for the people who you rain down on. Yeah. I mean, she is us. She is, that, that is like, and so, and I told Annie, I'm not going to watch it. Then the other night, someone posted like a TikTok reaction video and I saw just like 15 seconds or heard 15 seconds of it. And believe me, I was jonesing to see the rest, but I didn't. But what I did here, I was like shoulder shrug. Mm. It was, don't get me wrong. It's interesting to hear her yell because she is like such a sweetie pie. So it is like anyone doing something out of, but I mean, at the end of the day, I wasn't like, remember when fucking Alec Baldwin Mm. called his daughter a pig, an ungrateful pig (laughs) left that voicemail. I forgot it was ungrateful pig. It was, and girl, you, uh, that, I remember clutching my. I mean, the anger, the vitriol is not surprising. The word, the words that we ch- he chose surprised me. But what Brittany was saying, I was like, yeah, she sounds like she's like. At least the fifteen seconds I heard, it was like, I. She's like, I can't believe the disrespect. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> been there, bitch. I mean, yes. uh, that is called parenting and not letting her kids get away with some shit. Yeah, take a note, Kevin. Ooh, it makes me so mad. And you know what? It's like, okay, it's your right to sell these things, and you recorded her without her knowing. That's really fucked up. There needs to be more, like, there needs to be more, let's go, journalism, what media of, of like, everybody, look what Kevin Federline's trying to pull right now. Yeah, where's people being, like, pulling the veil, like, what's Use under the that veil? Clip against like- him. Yeah, this is sad. This is actually really sad. Brittany's out here trying to be a normal mom. Here's the clip. Go ahead and play it for yourself. Yeah. What the fuck is Kevin trying to do right now? We need to keep an eye on this guy. He's trying to kidnap them kids for money. (laughs) Girl, I read somewhere that it was like, he's he's trying to sell shit because his his kids are like 15 and 16 or 17. And the... 
Pretty the, soon they're gonna the court's gonna say who you want to live with, and pretty soon the court's gonna say no more. What the fuck is it that you pay when you're a parent and you have another parent and you get divorced? Child support. No more child support, bitch. Mm. You're gonna more. have to sell another single. <laughs> Papa Wow. <laughs> Was Wait. that the name of a single bitch? <laughs> yeah. So that happens, and is the Selena Gomez one related? <gasps> this is what I want to know. Okay, so I can't piece these following the thing. Okay, so if you follow Instagram, if you're paying attention, and like I said, I mean, we all know Annie is basically this woman's sister. <laughs> I'm just a big fan. <laughs> the last post she put up, she has this picture of Selena Gomez that she keeps putting up. Repeat, 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 three peat, three peat, and like one time. I was trying to find it. She put a post up in Selena Gomez, and people were like, are you mad at Selena Gomez? Remember that one? Yeah. I didn't understand that angle, though. Of being mad? Yeah, of her, like, trolling. But but there, it is, like, 50-50. Half of the people think she's, like, mad at her. I'm confused. It's just, like, she's making a post basically about um, being, like, free, Right? That's what that one is. Mm-hmm. Having no control. Yeah. Listen, listen. There are women in her life who are pissing her off much more than if it is Selena Gomez. Jamie Lynn. And if <sighs> if her tactic is to use like photos, she would have been doing that already. Her tactic is to like tech te- you know, write it out and like shade you. I don't think this is a Troll on Selena Gomez is my point. I, I'm like, are, they it's, it's might just love though. each other. It's confusing because yeah. she's straight up like, Selena Gomez came to my wedding and she told me three times she was going to be happy and thank you, girl. And like, I'm like, yeah. Either like she fully is like, has like a vendetta, which we would is not quite clear, but, or I think she could be like, love her. Yeah, and like this image is some like bringing her some sort of strength or something. It's like yeah. the, bar- the Barbie doll coming out of the mouth, like, fuck industry standard sort of situation. I don't we know. We do not know. If anyone has some insight on the Selena Gomez situation. Yeah. It's a, but, but there was a big reveal that, hold me, hold, what's the Elton John song? Hold, hold me closer, time. Hold me closer, dance. thank you. Hold me closer is going to... She said that the project is on its way. So it was like, people were like, are you collaborating with Selena? Selena? Oh. Come on, babe. We need some more information. Okay. We've done Brittany. still a question. It's going to forever be a question mark. And honestly, let me just throw this out there. She is the ultimate in keeping us on our toes. Talk about Beyonce throwing an album out one day. Surprise. I mean, Brittany is kind of the queen of like, what does this mean? This is, she is the new. This is social media. People are, just catch up, bitches. Catch up. Catch up. Get on, just get on the train and go for the, you know, this is a, this is an escape, a free escape the room, bitch. (laughs) You don't need to be spending your money. If just Prescott, log on. Yeah. This should be Prescott's number, Prescott Gad, this should be your number one priority right now. That's it. Figuring out the Selena Gomez thing because no one else can. Yeah. You get famous, boom, you're famous. You figure it out, boom. Okay, I get a text from first name, last name, Stephanie Corkery. She's a listener and a friend. 
We love her. Love. Ray of sunshine. Literally takes people on hikes. I mean, this is California, okay? People are doing cool shit. That's her job, okay? She's a guide. She texts me. She's like, I'm listening to the podcast right now. And I have to say that the only truck driver that I know oh. molested multiple oh. girls on my gymnastics team. Oh, no, Joe. Last episode, I went off. I said, I want Tim Paul and truck drivers to be our listening base. I, I And I, I was just, I mean, you guys, I was on the road for babe, 60 you were hours. Fantasizing, you were fantasizing in a major way. Babe, I was f- fully making business cards, and I was like, I'm going to make this happen. Then I get this text from Steph, and I, she just, you got to have your friends bring you back to reality, That's you guys. Because let's, let's be honest, if you're in a room full of truck drivers, you'd want to escape the room. <laughs> you, I, you would be right out. She said, this made me laugh, LOL. The only truck driver I know molested multiple girls on my gymnastics team. And I said to myself, actually, now that you mention it, Steph, I was terrified. Every time we went into a rest stop, I was convinced one of our kids was going to get snatched. Right. There's it, it some dirty was, dealings. Yeah. I was it's, so It's uneasy. Wild West. They're on the open road, babe. They got it their was, radios. They're talking to each other. It's a whole pedophile ring. I said it here. This is the new Alex Jones, bitch. We need to take those truckers down. <laughs> this is the new Alex Jones, <laughs> And yes, we're, we're selling powdered water uh, that you will need for the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, my God. One day you're in, one day you're out. Truck drivers, we're looking at you. Don't you dare listen to our podcast. Don't you dare. How dare you? If you're listening, stop. Stop. And, and but get, keep your eyes on the road. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I just wanted to say from that, that tidbit, thank you, Steph. Thank you. Thank you. When are we going to cut the, gymna- the gymnasts a break? They have seen enough of the abuse. Yes. We were not protecting these kids. Oh. Like these 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 sportsmen sportsmen and women are being abused and abused and used and abused and there's no protection and it makes you wonder what's going on in ice skating. What's going on in synchronized swimming? What's going on with those twins that turn fifty? <laughs> Something went down, down. bitch. Something went down. It makes my fucking skin crawl. This is why... This is why... Listen. Go with your gut. Go on, Oprah. Go on. Don't don't be going... Don't be sending your kids on no slumber party because you're like, well, we did it this way. No, 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 no. In the 80s, people were getting molested in hand. Kidnapped left and right. Okay, this is we need to change the narrative. Those feelings that you have, they're normal, and actually, you should be talking about them with your kids and teaching them about those feelings as well. Oh, I mean, this is I'm. I have chills. Oh, it is so hard to talk about this stuff with your kids. Can I? Can I bring up something? Go. I've brought this up in the podcast before. It's like a peaceful parenting. Um, I follow them on Instagram, but it's one mom who's like, she will bring up these nuanced situations 
and be like, instead of this, you could say it this way. But it's never like, it's always just like an affirmation of like what you're feeling as a parent. And she brought up sleepovers this week. Okay, here And we she go. said, if you do not want your child to go over to sleepovers and they're struggling with that decision, here's how you can approach it. I know that Jack and Jill do things that every family does something differently, right? You've probably noticed that in school. Some kids have earlier bedtime. Some kids can't stay, whatever. They, everybody has different rules. And this is our rule is that we're, we're just not doing sleepovers, but maybe there's other ways that you can hang out with your friends. Maybe we do like a play date or whatever. What, what are some ways that, what, what do you think we could do? Anyway, she words it better, but it was just like saying, you're not the only one who thinks maybe you don't want to do sleepovers. Yes. Okay, delete all that. That was a fucking mess. That's all to say. It's normal. It's normal. And it's normal. And, 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 and the evidence supporting parents is there. Literally yeah. thousands of kids. And it's like... And it's here's, like, here's the thing, mm-hmm. too. You mentioned this about like when we were talking about safety with the windows on the podcast Mm -hmm. one day, no parent, you said this, Peter, no parent thinks, oh, my kid's going to fall out of the window or when it happens, you know what I mean? And no one's out there going, oh, I, I, this person's going to, I can pick out the people who are going to molest my kids. I'll make sure they don't stay with them. No, no bitch. It happens. It just happens. Oh, chills. Okay, we got to delete this all. Okay, we got to delete all of this. Because it's hard. But, I mean, it's all, at the end of the day, it's like, I, we got to go with our gut. That's like the bathroom. I don't care if my kid's 10. You're going to the fucking bathroom with me at this truck stop, sir. Truck stop. We're done with you, truck drivers. Thank you, Stephanie Corker. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, just like that, truck drivers, you're out truck drivers are back out. I was, I was having, uh, my brain wasn't working right last week. No, it's, <laughs> you were, you were right. Those people who are catering to truck drivers are brilliant, are smart, are funny, are thinking about that culture. But we cannot, we are grouping all truck drivers in with this truck driver that Steph is talking about. Right. We simply are. Yeah, we can't. There's we a can't. lot, but I, w- I didn't make the business cards is, is the end okay. of the story. Okay, moving on. Maybe we'll try to get moms to listen to this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, girl. Girl, we have <laughs> I don't know two. about that. <laughs> really quickly. Okay, we have three voicemails. Oh, my God. And we haven't even talked about Beyonce's teaser. Okay, let's talk about her teaser really quick. Okay. Incredible. She released a teaser for I'm That Girl. And the there's footage. Track. There's footage of the music video. Of the- right. Like, I mean, the teaser is like four minutes long. It starts, and I'm like, this is a video. Yeah, this what is, is happening. It. And I thought maybe this is a teaser, but it stops at like two minutes. Yeah. I mean, talk about what blue balls. Talk about a tease. And I think she's given us looks that we're going to... She's given us all the looks that we can expect to see. Throughout the album. Yeah. Which I'm really excited about. I love that outfit. Like, remember that I'm that girl t-shirt? You can't really get a grasp of that metal bodice oh, she's wearing. But yeah. in it, 
Yeah. God, do you think she's had work on her ass? I mean, come on. Babe, no, I think that's all dead ass. You better be looking at bugaboo videos. <laughs> oh, no, she definitely had no ass before. I mean, she, she had like a normal skinny girl ass. Right? Delete this. When she was younger. Destiny Child days, Beyonce. It's weird because Beyonce, if she's had plastic surgery, I'm not saying you have Beyonce who may or may not listen, be listening to this. If she has had plastic surgery, she's done it in the most elite way. Because when I see her... I see woman. I see like developed woman. I yeah. see a mother. I see hips. I see like I'm like God. She's perfect. But Babe, then I think I don't think she's, she's perfect. Any. Yeah, I don't think. No. She's naturally perfect. I think she has. Yes, I think <sighs> she's got like a crazy body and like it is like every every chapter in her life. It's like doing something amazing, and she's making it sexy. That's a po- that's a whole thing of her power is that she's like. And now this is in. This is in. Yeah. But Get I'll tell the you hip this. Factory. Beehive, tune out this part. Mute. Mute this part, Beehive. Um, if you're part of the tr- Beehive, mute. you've been forewarned. This will make you mad. This is going, you're going to swarm. But the teaser for I'm That Girl, I was like, bitch, you better come through with more than a strobe light and the champagne room. I appreciate oh. you cracking an egg over that bodice. And I, I see the, I see where you're going with the story. But it made me feel very pandemic. Gave me very pandemic vibes. And I know there's more. I know there's more. Hand to God? Same. I watched that and I thought, this is very solo. Mm -hmm. This is very, like, college project. Mm. I mean, it's done with all the money in the world. Don't get me wrong. But it is. I'm like, where are the people? Where are the women? And this morning I was, I thought, I'm that girl. I'm that girl. This is a solo song. This is just about her being like, hear me. Here go me. And then the next one, she's going to bring in the people. But I'm the like. Bags. The bags. I'm in my bag. Truckloads of bags. bags. Quote, Frida. Frida. Um, but yeah, even the, um, I mean, she looks fucking gorgeous. But she's just kind of looking at different angles, and it's mostly the camera angles and the lighting that's doing all of the cool things. Yeah. And like somebody commented, which I thought was really poignant, is that she is so raw and doesn't need to provide all these layers of like visuals and artificial visuals, and we're so overloaded with that anyway. She just needs, we just need to look at her. Mm-hmm. And she's just. That's like this when she's on the horse. You, I go watch that for three minutes. Art. Yeah. But you better come through. <laughs> you put this How album out. You. you better. You better show Queen. me more than a. You better show more than a strobe light and a microphone gun. Here we go. Okay. And a microphone gun. Wait, can I talk about some, just really briefly? It has nothing to do with Beyonce, but it has to do with visuals. I last night. I can't wait. Je- Jeff said to, that Jeff, first name last name Jeff Murdoch. He was like, I watched this film, R, 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 capital R, capital R, capital R. That is the title, R, R, R. It's on Netflix. He's like, I watched this film. It was the best action film I've ever seen in my life. 
Wow. I go, okay, do you think it's okay for kids? Yeah, I don't know. It's like very kind of like over the top, so maybe the kids will handle it. And I'm like, okay, so we start with the kids. Annie, it is beyond. I was visual. The visuals, the scenes, the fighting, like all this stuff, I'm like, (gasps) Maximalist. It was. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, I can't wait. I must watch. It was amazing. The kids almost immediately are like, this is too much for us. Coleman was very like, I want to, like the movie sets it up what each R stands for in the first like 10 minutes and Coleman wanted to see what it stands for. But then the kids were like, we're done because guess what? It's set in like a fictional version of India, but the British people are horrible Mm -hmm. and just horrible. And we're explaining like, and they're like, why are they being so bad? Well, they're... You know, colonists, colonists, and you know, they're right. Ra- and Coleman, it was like, You want us to watch a movie about racist <laughs> screaming? Anyways, RRR, I'm talking Linus Lees, I'm talking Phil Meisters, I'm talking Lauren Dern. It's a it's three hours long, girl. Okay, I'd be texting Jeff hour one. Oh my god, this is happening. He goes, Hour two, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, hour two and a half. He goes, It's the shit hasn't even started yet. Wow. It was, it's an epic story. And this is the kind of shit Mom Netting Universe is going to bring to you. We need to, yeah. Girl, the story is there. I mean, it is friendship. It is love. It is backstory. It is, I mean, this movie fucking blew my socks off. And if you are listening to this and you watch it and you're like, eh, I've seen better Bollywood movies, you fucking go ahead and damn, email us at thismomstomps at gmail.com because this is my new genre right now. Okay. We're going Bollywood. Okay. I, I, blow, I was blown away by the storytelling, the visuals, the music. I was happy. I was crying. I was sh- screaming. Screaming. Literally screaming at one point, girl. I'm not joking. A screaming. Not even for the pot. RRR. You were the people at the Butterfly Arboretum <laughs> with the butterflies landing on the book. <laughs> Anyways, okay. it was so oh, good. Oh my gosh. Highly wreck. Homework for Mom Netting Universe because I would love to put together an epic story. That's it. And you know what? Baz Luhrmann, Go. the guy who did Elvis and Moulin Rouge. Yes. I'm not saying we're going to let him direct because we'll ultimately pick female. Absolutely. But he's got some visuals and just, it's crazy, his movies. Yes. Show us something different. Okay. Okay. And we will. And we're not telling Beyonce and team to do that. You guys are doing what you're going to do. You do what you do. We're going to enjoy it. You you always carry. carry. You carry. Yeah. Okay. What else do they say? You ate that. You ate. You ate. You ate it. You did what needed to to be be done. God, I love. If you're not watching She's Legendary, a pretty girl. Oh. If you're not watching Legendary, you're not Legendary getting the full Renaissance experience. That's that part. You know what? I won't. You know, obviously, I won't credit all of Legendary, but that's the speed up homework. If you want to, that's get into Legendary quickly, get and you'll the, be ready for Act Two. Get the okay. Get the okay. He ate that. Okay, great. Should we play these? We've got a couple of serious um, voicemails. Okay. 
from the one, the only, Miss Mary Kate Wathall, who I did see in Chicago. Bless. Um, Her baby is... Her baby is... This is like a little Buddha Princess baby. Like level. Yeah, it's is some, going on. Something like, special. There, there's something behind the eyes. Hey, it's nonstop. Like, it's Mary Kate. Here we go. I'm back, back, back again. I'm here at the park with my little nine-month-old. We're the only ones here, and she's just having a blast. Best time to uh, be was, at the park. I just wanted to thank you for thinking that I have um, a better brain now that I've had a baby, because I definitely feel like my brain is worse. Um, but I also just wanted to call in with another one of my, like, uh, sort of, what is it, uh, destroy this, this message will self-destruct in uh, 15 seconds kind of messages, because I have been thinking about this abortion situation and the overturning of Roe v. Wade, and I've been thinking about how a lot of people are saying, like, oh, it doesn't really affect, like, people with resources as much, and I think that's kind of, like, uh, breaks up our solidarity, and it's also just not true. So... I mean, there's some things that are sort of unexpected knock-on effects of this decision. So in places where abortion has become illegal, doctors may be hesitant to prescribe medications that could cause abortions, but they're for other purposes. So people who are of, who can get pregnant, people who can get pregnant who have, for example, rheumatoid arthritis or multiple sclerosis uh, will not be able to get the best medications that they can get for their illness and may end up basically disabled because doctors will be afraid to prescribe a medication that could accidentally cause an abortion. Not to mention, of course, you're probably reading a lot in the news about people who have wanted pregnancies who are having miscarriages or who are going through a stillbirth process who are unable to get the medical care that they need in order to prevent complications like sepsis and hemorrhaging. Uh, They're unable to get those because it would be considered like an abortion, even though the wanted pregnancy is, I mean, that's just not going to survive at that point. And the doctors have made that decision uh, or have made that kind of determination. Anyway, that's just some stuff that's been on my mind. Uh, We're all affected by it, not to mention just kind of like the um, general sense that uh, for somebody who can bear a child, their privacy and their bodily autonomy don't matter. I think that that's also on a basic level a huge impact on everybody no matter how many resources you have. Anyway, I love you both so much. Thank you for your in-depth look at Beyonce's new album. It really made me appreciate it even more. Alright, bye-bye! And then she calls back, and I'm gonna just play that really quickly because okay. it's a, it's an addendum. Hello, it's Mary Kate again. Just put the baby down for a nap, and I wanted to add a little something, which is that I do want to acknowledge that uh, abortion bans do disproportionately affect uh, people of color, black and indigenous people, people who don't have the resources to cross state lines on their own. And I do want to say that it is important to be supporting those people and, uh, you know, donating to abortion funds and helping to um, make uh, funds for people who need to access abortion care available. Um, so I, I don't want to gloss over that. I just was just thinking that, like, the idea that, you know, like, oh, some people really won't be affected is first of all, not true, and second of all, in terms of uh, getting the people power to create legislative change so that judicial uh, decisions can't knock down abortion rights, I think we need that solidarity to say that anybody who can get pregnant is affected and uh, can be affected, I think, is important to put out there. Um, Yeah. Anyway, that's my piece, 
and I hope you're having a great day. Bye. Okay, MC, thank you. We love you. We just need it on the airwaves. If you know, we we need it to be heard. And I gotta say that baby cooing, she was agreeing with you. Oh, did she you was notice saying, when she was getting yes. some hot hot points? The baby was like. She knew. She knew. I thought, this is the first time we've heard little babe. She's weighing in. She's saying, me too. She's agreeing. She's adding points, honestly. She's going, yes, go, mom, go. Go. Um, At any age. Yeah. I. You know, what I take away from that is that this is like the ripple effect is like, you know, you think it's not going to affect you, but you go and you have RA and maybe you live in a state where they can't prescribe this medicine for you and boom, you're affected in ways that are not just clear cut of like, I want to have an abortion because I have an unwanted pregnancy. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I didn't know. I, I thought that if mother's life is at risk and the doctors have determined that it's not sustainable, that no matter what state you're in, that's like an extreme case and they will save the mother's life. I thought that was true. Maybe I'm wrong. Girl, I can't speak to this because you know I don't never got the facts. But my understanding is I think that is the case, but I think that that can be very gray. And so if it's not the clear, you know, I think people could make a case like, no, we could have tried, you know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah. I it's, think um, it's a scary, it's fucked up. Um, Mary Kate, thank you for calling. And honestly, I don't know how much time passed between voicemail one and voicemail two, but it pains me to think of Mary Kate being like, oh God, I better call back. I got to put this baby back. And like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I have to make it clear that I mean, it's not just Marta. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. We love you. Thanks for, thanks for just saying it. Thanks for saying it. So eloquently. Loud. Yeah. For a little babe to hear and spread the word as well. That's right. Let's start thinking about these things. I know, sir. Okay, very different email from Linda Orr. First name, last name, Linda Orr. Linda Orbit. Hey, guys, it's Linda. Um, okay, I called you during a commercial, but Beyonce's back now because I've been listening to Renaissance. <sighs> it's just so amazing. Dancing to it right now. And I'm happy to report that I am dancing in my hot pants shorts, which fit me. Um, They didn't fit me when I bought them because I was too lazy to try them on, and I just thought, this looks like a size that's going to fit me. I bought them. I got home. Of course, it didn't fit because I underestimated how big I was. And not that I'm big. Big. Um, Here we go. And, but I, I... I did miss, I thought I was smaller than I was. So I thought, okay, you got to diet and you got to get in those shorts and just diet, diet, diet. And I literally have been trying to get into these shorts for like the last, I don't know, I got them in October. So October. And um, anyway, Renaissance dropped. I put them on and they fit. So fuck yeah. That's a power. That's a sign. I'm going to let you guys go. You guys are doing a great job, by the way. Love love your podcast. Love you. Bye. Um, that's the power of Beyonce and, and Renaissance. I mean, that is the damn power. And I thought, haven't we all been there? Yeah, that's the truth. We think this is going to fit. We're not, I'm not going to try it on. You honestly have a more positive image of yourself in your mind. And then reality yeah. hits when you go to the dressing room and you go, fuck. 
And I'm sorry I was to denying. put again. And I'm sorry to put so much weight on Target's shoulders. But to me, this is Target's fault again. Go. Target has a Target, literal Target. I mean, you can throw those spears, girl. Go. Target, yes, I'm looking at you, okay? Let's take the sizes off the clothing, okay? Because you guys, you know what? If you guys were honest across the board of all you fucking places were honest, but you fucking lie to us. Old Navy, I'm a size two. I'm a size two. At Old Navy. Massimo. Tim Paul, did I say it right? Massimo, <laughs> I'm a size 25. Bitch, I don't know if we can be talking about Massimo right now. Why not? Well, he's the one who's in the college scandal. I think people are okay with him now. I don't know. Okay, fine. Balenciaga. Okay, Balenciaga. Balenciaga. Your sizes are fucked up, bitch. I'm a, I, I don't know. I've never touched a, a garment from Balenciaga, but I gotta know. I, got, I gotta can guarantee know. you I'm a size 24. So why are we looking at sizes from the this start? This is what we need. If we can fucking spend, send a Mars rover to Mars, yes, we can spend a dime to put technology on the tags instead of sizes. You pick up a dress at Target. The tag scans your body. It immediately shows you a picture of how you'll look in that size. Bitch, that part. Yes, if we if we can go to the moon, if we can go if we can have filters on a thing on our phone showing right. us looking like Freddy Krueger. This is everyday technology we can technology. pick up a clothing and and the clo- and, and you know what we're not telling that we're not telling you that the clothing needs to be at this point i i would like it to pick it up and then they go no girl this one's not for you try the next sized up and or, then I, yeah yeah try the not, or girl if you want to make your ex mad go with this one go with this i would love the commentary but we're not even asking for that we're just asking for a quick scan green check Red X. Yeah. Whatever. That's all we're asking for. Thank you, Target. Thank you. Thanks. Please and thank you. Get back to us. Instead, you got my girl picking a size she thought was going to fucking fit her. And guess what? I mean, Linda Orr, you know I love you. Were you in the junior section? You had no idea. What's happening? Yeah, I mean, come on, babe. Are we sure? I mean, I can't. It, she gets the clothes home. It doesn't fit. And she's like, you know what? I'm not going to waste this $12.99. I'm going to keep it. And it's motivation. <laughs> motivation. I'm going to be thinking about Linda's hot pants when that song comes on. We need to pick, Linda. Come on. Um, okay. We're almost through all of the um, listener stuff, but Lauren Turner fucking sent me an email. Ugh. The morning Peter has COVID, gets a positive test. Literally, I'm not joking you. An hour later, I get an email from Lauren, Lauren Derner, and it is the only thing that will bring me happiness. Okay. I Lauren, swear you to saved God. a family. When you wrote in, you saved a family. Yes. Saved a family, Lauren. She went to Santa Claus, Indiana. Yes, Santa Claus, the character, Indiana. There is a place. Wow. The character. Okay. She goes to Santa Claus, Indiana, And she says, I want to stomp, stomp, stomp Holiday World. Holiday World is that bitch. She gives and gives and gives. First, free parking. Yep, free. Every person in your party could drive to Holiday World and it would still be free. Second, two parks for the price of one. Amusement park rides and full water park with tons of slides. Mm -hmm. Our tickets were $70 a person, three and over, for 
two days of park access. We had a $10 discount per ticket, so originally $80. Third stop, free sunscreen throughout the park. And this was 50 SPF. Free and it was the- sunscreen throughout the park. It was Australian Gold brand, and it smelled so great. Four stop, free soft drinks. Uh, That's right. You heard me. Free soft drinks. And you may be thinking, oh, there's a soft drink stand at the front of the park. No, they're everywhere. Now, they were Pepsi products, so boot that shit. But it was free. And as a true Midwesterner, I knock a free product. This is Joe from the editing room. Listen, Lauren said, I can't knock a free product. Not I knock a free product, which makes no sense. That's why I'm here making the correction. Also, while I'm here, she sent the email to us at thisbombstomps at gmail.com. Not I got an email from Lauren and I read the email from Lauren. I was very me focused when I was bringing this up and that's because the email meant so much to me. But she sent the email to us and I gotta say that. Okay, keep enjoying Finally, the fifth stop, the rides are actually fun. The park rules have so many things that are cool. Joe, given your Hoosier roots, Joe, given your Hoosier roots, you may already know the joys of Holiday World, so please share your experiences that you have. Bitch, chills. This email gave me chills because you know I'm a Holiday World stan. Wow. Joe is turning purple right now. I love Holiday World. I went to school in Southern Indiana. We've got friends in Louisville, Kentucky. We were going to meet them at Great America. One of the friends was like, listen, I'm a social worker. There's a lot of my families that go to Six Flags, Great America Six Flags. Can we go to this other park? She's like, let me open your mind, bitch. I don't even know she had been. Can we go to this other park? It's called Holiday World in Santa Claus, Indiana. And... Lauren, I had the same experience. The free sunscreen, Annie? That to me, that gesture is saying, we care about you. We want you to have the best experience here. We give a damn that you're here. Bitch, and and the, the, the soft drink stands are everywhere. It's like every section in Holiday World is a different holiday. Fourth of July, Thanksgiving. Say That's no more, fucking bitch. cute. Say no more. I'm going there for my birthday instead of Vegas. <laughs> Fly it. It's so fucking cute. The rides are good, and it's affordable. And the water park is nice. And we, we, we went with that family, and it blew our minds. The next year, we went again. The next year, we lived in D.C. Guess what? We found we a way to again. go again. We basically planned our whole trip around Holiday World. And good friend, first name, last name, Ian Thack. And Ian, if I said your name wrong, you have to write into the pod. He's from Santa Claus, Indiana. He literally worked there growing He's up. He's from the town. I mean, that It's is- a family business. This place is... Doing it right. If you're in Indiana, get your fucking self to Holiday World because... And the free soft drinks... Girl, you be walking in there. You're a Pepsi fan in that moment. I can't Babe, give that one I question. I got to question that one. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate, but don't be trying to get my kids addicted to soft drinks. That one's very Midwest to me. Well, they have Gatorade. Okay. Still a lot they of high fructose anything. corn syrup in that one too, babe. But here's the thing. It, to me, this is what this is giving. It's giving. It's giving. It's just giving. It's giving. And it's giving... It's available everywhere, so don't you don't have to get a fucking big, big gulp. Believe me, I'm walking into those stands, That's and it. also, they're like air conditioning, so they're like it's really hot. They're air conditioning. You walk in one side, and it's got a whole bunch of like you know little fountain drink things, and then you walk right out the other side. Bitch, you take one of their cups, 
You hit it for five seconds, you take a sip, move on. That's it. You're not concerned. You're not, it's like, it's water there. Literally, yes. Your kid isn't getting addicted. Your kid isn't like, I got to drink this whole thing. It's because it's like, there's no money spent. There's no, there's no tie to it. Okay. If you take that, if that is your theory behind the free soda, you better be letting them kids drink alcohol starting today. I've been pushing Let, it on give them, them the no access. <laughs> give them the access and then it won't matter. This is what they do in France. Joey, big Joey said on little Joey's 14th birthday, he will then allow he will be allowed to drink watered down wine from then on out. That's what Here they do in Paris. And I said, I'll let you have this one. I'll maybe let you uh, maybe this I'll let one. you have this parenting moment. Okay. Absolutely. Let's te- let's see. Let's test it out. Let's give them the access. Let's not forbid sex and have them soaking. <laughs> we, we are looking at you, Utah. Okay. Okay. The, uh, Holiday World is the review this week, if that's okay. Holiday is World is the review. And it is, I, I, I can't even, I can't even. Lauren, I'm right there with you, babe. It's amazing. If you're not if you're if you're living in Indiana, Kentucky, Illinois, if you haven't gotten the to Holiday World, I'm sorry for your ass. I don't know what to do with you, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. I don't know what to do. then I don't know what to do with you. And also <laughs> I, Santa Claus. You want to see Santa Claus? He's there. Everywhere you can get a soda, you can sit on Santa's lap. <laughs> That's the deal. And if your gut tells you not to sit on that lap, bitch, don't you dare. That's that's right, Oprah. If your gut is saying it, that's the truth. That part. Yeah. Okay, holiday world. I need more ads. I need to be targeted. I need you to come out with Holiday World Plus on my streaming services. Ain't no more Disney. Ain't no more Six Flags. Here we go. I need more Holiday World in my life. I didn't even know about this place. Holiday World is family owned and operated. Yeah, they're not trying to. They're yeah. small. They're ruin you know your life. This is to me. We are the Holiday World of podcasts. Wow! Here we are. If we you, got our if loyal. If you finally 10. make it here, you're going to have a good time. We care. We're going to give you free content, free sunscreen. Here we go. We are the free. Sun. Yes, but it's like they're not, they got. How what when holiday world starts f- popping off, mom stomp is it? Here's here's the slogan of holiday world. Here I've never been, but I think this is a slogan. <laughs> holiday world, when you're here, you matter. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yes, okay. yes. Holiday world, calling all women of worth. When you hear you matter. Women with worth. Women with worth, welcome. Holiday world, we carry. (laughs) Lay me in holiday world, I'm so damn sure, bitch. (laughs) I did, I I went to holiday world, it carried. Here we go. Also, she says, church girl's my current fave because it reminds me of get me bodied. Say Yes, we said it. Yep. And I used to watch that video on repeat. Okay. Don't ever stop talking about Bay, Re, and Brit. We heard it here first. We're doing okay, it for Okay, Lauren. okay, okay. Okay. What can we say about Re? I mean, she's out on the town with her man. 
Excuse? Uh, yes. Babe, I think I tagged you in one. She's Sorry, got like a man's in the car. polo shirt, uh, polo button down, oversized. Oh, looking She's cute. Looking cute. They, you know, mom and dad out on the town moment. Um, wow. And we might never get the image. We might never get that, and we might need to be okay with that. I am okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm down with Ree's. Whatever Ree does, here's the difference between Ree and Beyonce, and I hate to compare. Uh, as Beehive a mom of twins. Mute. Beehive mute. Beehive mute. Beyonce is wants you to love her. And we do love her because she puts in the work and the time and the effort and the love. Rihanna, in my opinion, she swags forth. Yeah. I That's, I'm not saying she's not going in there being like, I don't give a fuck what these people think. She says they will like this. And if they don't they can, they can go to their Garth Brooks concert. <laughs> That's what you said is spot on, bitch. She wants people to love her, and we yeah. can. It's thirsty. It's a bit thirsty, but damn, she does it good. Damn. And we do love her. And we Beyonce love her is the coolest person in the world. Yes. And I think at her status, she has to care about how we think. But like Rihanna is a different and it, they're different. I don't know why yeah. I'm comparing them, but it's like if Rihanna was as famous be, as Beyonce, we'd be like, she doesn't seem to give a shit. Why not? It would yeah. bother me. But like where they are, they are doing two separate things. And I just like the like you just said, we might never see this kid. Might never. I'm like, respect, Re, do your thing. Right. Always. Always and forever. With Beyonce, I'm like, you're going to put blue on the track. I got to see her. Oh, somebody somebody had an inkling that blue was on Summer Renaissance. And they, they um, lowered her, Beyonce's vocals and, like, bumped up the back vocals. And it do sound like a little nine-year-old, whatever, six-year-old singing mm-hmm. but she's not credited and you know Beyonce and Jay are all about like the getting, credit. if if she's on it i mean they want her to make history yeah that's yeah. their they they're like continually making history can i say like i'm sorry listen back to bay and this is just the time that this is happening right now love to see it i know people are kind of like Ugh. Should we be doing this with our kids? But I love families that work together. I love singers that go on the road with their kids. I love, because I feel like it wasn't many decades ago where it was very like, if you were a parent, you stayed home. Yeah. And and people are being like, no, fuck that. My kid's coming with me. And we need more of that. And that's Jada Pinkett. Here we go. Jada Pinkett, at the height of her movie career, brought Willow along with her. And brought her mother to watch Willow, who was like, if I'm out, she's going to be around me. She's going to see me working. Yes. She's going to be with me. Let's get all those kids up in there. Dixie Chicks, go. Natalie, I don't know if it's on this tour, but 
they were supposed to go on a tour before COVID or because of, and her son was going to be the opening band. His band was going to open his little teen band. Yes. All of that, whatever you have to do, you let them know we are moms and we are in control and our kids. Hey, guess what? We like our kids and we want them there. Guess what, Joe? If you like kids, supporting kids and touring and all that, you're going to love the internet sensation ain't going to pee-pee my bed tonight. Have you seen that video? (laughs) No. This is supplemental info. I'll send you the link. This this is like from some Swedish family from like the 80s. We sing it almost monthly in our house. But it's a whole family of like weird Swedish people who are just behind the Michael Jackson of the family and he is singing about ain't gonna pee pee in the bed tonight and he is this is raw talent that you cannot teach like this kid actually is like thriving on the floor and like is doing some like meatloaf level it's crazy like this kid has How talent did you find this because I'm just seeing a picture of it and I'm dying I mean this is some like living with Julia Cobos up in Chicago and we're looking at stupid videos all day long. Oh, wow. I'm sure. Um, and that family is like, he's not gonna pee-pee. They're just supporting. <laughs> They're just supporting. <laughs> okay. Um, we love, we love, we love Holiday World. Is there anything you want to boot or stomp this week? Girl, I did want to stomp. I do want to do a little stomp. I don't have a damn thing to boot. I'll be your boot. You be the stomp. Okay, here's my stomp. This is might be obvious, but sorry, this wasn't for me obvious, is parchment paper. Oh, you know what? You love it. If you, if you know it, you're shaking your head. Yes, obviously. If you don't know it, this is your new best friend. Okay, yes. Listen. I found parchment paper maybe when I was 35. Okay, full-grown adult. And I thought, wait, I can take this piece of paper, I can put it on a pan. Stick it in a fiery oven. And it just comes off, and it doesn't stick to the pan. And Do bakers even work? I mean, parchment paper is doing everything for them. This is, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, if you were in the kitchen, this is a must know about. This is a Jeff Murdoch film staple in the kitchen. This is, you got to know if you are cooking in an oven, we're not greasing our pans anymore. We're using parchment paper. There's no muss. There's no fuss. There's no mess. I'm it's, trying to think of like all the things you can use it for, but I love it. I need to replenish. You know what? When we first moved here, I had parchment paper. I ran Mm. out. I didn't Mm. refill because I was like, I just didn't. I started getting aluminum foil. I've been doing that for like baking his little snacks and frozen things. But every time I bake a sweet, I'm like, why didn't I fucking get any more parchment paper? I'm going today. I'm inspired, babe. Parchment paper. You got to. It is. Come on, people. If you don't have parchment paper, we don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. (laughs) It's what it truly is one of those things where it was like LASIK eye surgery. I got LASIK eye surgery and I thought, I can now see the world. What? Rich people have been doing this for ages. Right. 
We, none of us have to wear glasses. That's it. None of us have to wash the pan. None of us have to grease the pan. We use the parchment paper. And I do use foil occasionally. I think like, I guess I would say like on fish and meat, but even that sometimes it will stick to the... You got to spray it a little bit. You got... Do you, they do make non-stick. They make non-stick and it still stick a little bit. Still stick a little bit. Okay. What's your boot, babe? <laughs> okay. My boot. Well, I didn't know if you noticed, but I'm wearing my class ring. I want to give you a close-up of this class ring, babe. I've it's, seen it before. I love that you're wearing it. It is 2002 Kingwood High School Cross Christian Annie. And the top jewel is, it's got the treble clef because I was in choir. Here we go. I'm wearing it today because today is the 20th reunion in Houston, Texas. 20th, babe. And I want to be there so badly, but, you know, we just traveled with family and just couldn't get out there with tickets and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I know there's not going to be another one, you know, and this was like the opportunity to kind of see everybody. But here's my thing. When was this with your high school? When you elected the class president. I'm here for this conversation. Go. One of the duties of the class president is to plan the reunions. That part. I, when we were voting, there, there is this girl, Rebecca. She is her. the Joe Scott of our high school. Here we go. I, I, and I will tell you, I will show you why later after this podcast is done. She's literally doing a, a video of her talking about ticket sales. She's making macaroons for people. Okay. She's like just multitasking mom, love, organized on top of everything. As I'm voting for her, obviously, I'm like, really? She's really has to plan the reunion? Is this true? And sure enough, doesn't matter where she is in her life. At 10 years, she's got to drop everything and plan the fucking reunion. And 20 years later, when we're all 38 going on 40, and our kids are, you know, our kids are, we're trying to stop them from putting needles in their arms. She's got to plan another reunion. And there's no funds. And she's trying to get people to buy tickets. And it's all laying on her shoulders. And people are asking her questions. Well, there won't be. And she's like, it's up to you, bitch. It's up to you if there will be or won't be. I have to organize it. Does anyone want to help? This is insane that we make one person 20 years ago plan this thing and that it follows them like a ghost it's like i'm at a wwe whatever the fuck it's called right now and i'm like tag me in tag me in annie i feel like i've paid you to bring up this boot because you fucking know i was a part i know you're in that my class i know you're in that officer i was a class officer yes i was vice president Mm -hmm. you know i was a part and literally i remember the teacher being like you have to do the reunions and i thought that's not okay. Okay, sure. I, yeah, I, I literally thought. I literally thought. Well, if I'm around, of course, nothing more. If you're listening to this and none of this makes sense to you, know this: if you have kids, if you have nieces, if you have nephews, you better tell them to run the fuck away. When Do you're, not run. No class officers. No, 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 no. Because there will be some fucked up. This is Judy a, that tries to hold them to it and make this, them feel bad. This is a ghost story to me. This is like your former classmates haunting you 
for the rest of your life. Because I know the people who are still alive at 50 are going to make a joke and be like, so are we doing 50? And that will just be that. Rebecca's going to have to read that. In my opinion, the school, this is how we fix it. And it's so fucking easy. In my opinion, the high school should every year put on Facebook Hey, class of 1998, if you guys want to come on this day at this time... We'll reserve the cafeteria for you. We'll reserve the cafeteria. Bring the food. Bring whatever you want. Every year. And then then the school sets the date. The school sets the time. and And the location is there. And that way, everyone knows where to go and what to do. And it's just something. The fucking school, every school across America should do this. It's beyond me that you would be like... Yeah, you guys set it up. Bitch, I need a new law written today. I need Call you to write that law. Call your senators. Call. The reunion it's law. It's insane. It's truly insane. Okay. All We've right. done it. I love you, girl. I love you, babe. <laughs>